0: Being labeled as a young child can have some incredibly tough repercussions on a youth, but what happens when you defy expectations and build something wonderful? This week I talk with Zukiya of Zukiya Media about stream toys for Twitch, programming, childhood, autism, ants, and the importance of play. Scheduled for launch, a podcast to discover projects you might not have heard of. I'm joined today with uh, Zokia. Uh, is that what you want me calling you for this?
1: It, well yeah you could you could call me zuki or you could call me uh oh, brian Zukia. or max yeah zuki, well, it, i apologize well there's no correct way to to say it really it's a word that i invented so you know it, it, zokia Zokia is not like an unusual way that people have said it i kind of enjoy hearing the different ways that people say it
0: oh that's great uh and we're going to talk a little bit about stream toys and some of his other projects so i i first of all i want to say thank you so much for coming in and i want to just give a quick shout out to to malik or a lot of people know him as at Ham all kid on twitch and twitter he actually got us connected and i've been looking forward to this for about a month now we've been talking about this haven't
1: we yeah yeah we have and I, you know I, I was bad and you know really busy and then i was on vacation but uh, uh i'm glad that you kept following up with me and happy to be here i'm yeah, really happy to have you on there.
0: So can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's see. Uh, I'm a software dev uh, by by trade. That's what I've been doing for uh, over a decade at this point. Um, uh, You know, I'll mention this now because it actually will kind of loop back around to some of the projects and stuff I'm working on. I was actually diagnosed with autism at a a young age, uh, Asperger's specifically. It had a lot to do with, um, you know, the the sort of upbringing I had and um, the the experiences that I had to go through in school. Uh, Back when I was in school, autism wasn't really well understood and uh, the teachers and stuff kind of feared it. So I was told at a young age that I would never get a job that I would have to be institutionalized and never go to college, anything like that. Um, So I think that's important to mention up front because it kind of uh, sets the stage for, for partly why I'm, I'm always trying to, to show improve what I can actually do and accomplish because I was told by so many people that I couldn't. Right. So, uh, Nowadays, uh, as an adult, I, I as mentioned before, I, I do software development. Specifically, I work for a company that, does, uh, that works with claims adjusters for insurance. Uh, I work on the software that helps organize the claims adjusters and gets them to the location for large weather events. Uh, my spare time, I work on way too many projects. I keep uh, ants as pets uh let's see i like to juggle and unicycle uh
0: <laughs> you're a man of many talents uh,
1: yeah yeah a lot, a lot of goofy talents uh a lot of a lot of things that i tried to pick up to try to impress people uh well specifically girls let's be honest uh <laughs> and you know uh stuff like that and, and learning origami and making balloon animals and you know, what somebody should have probably stepped in and told me that's not how you impress girls. It's how you become a clown. Uh, but you know, I, I figured that out eventually.
0: <laughs> so, Oh man, that breaks my heart. I'm so sorry that you had that school experience. Like I feel like, so I, I, some people might know I'm an educational assistant. I actually work my, the classroom I'm in, Is almost all dual diagnosis um, autism spectrum disorder. So, like that breaks my heart because we're we're busting our asses to tell these kids that, like, hey, with some hard work, like you're gonna you're gonna be able to do things. It just might take a little bit of extra time. So, like, I'm really sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that you've moved into this this position because this is giving us the chance to talk about that. And to me, that's really exciting.
1: Yeah, and I I hear that sort of thing a lot, and I I actually talk to a lot of uh, parents that, uh, you know, I'm very open about the fact that I'm autistic. I tell people at work, like, the whole thing. My previous job, they did this whole, you know, write-up on me and, you know, went around. But anyway, like, a lot of uh, young parents that have kids that are just recently diagnosed talk to me and... You know, try to understand, like, what is it like when a, a child with autism grows up what or what it, what it can be? And one thing I should probably step back and mention is that, you know, it wasn't every single person that was saying that I, you know, wasn't going to accomplish stuff. There was uh, mentors and stuff along the way um, that... Saw my potential and got me uh, on a technical path. One guy in particular, he worked uh, on the computers and stuff at school. And he, you know, he wasn't a teacher or anything like that. He was supposed to be the IT guy, but he set up, um, you know, got permission from the school uh, this extracurricular after school hours where we could go and like work on computers and stuff. And he got me a copy of Macromedia Flash. You know, the stuff that used to make like flash animations and stuff on on the computer. This is, this is going way back but that had a huge impact on you know what I eventually ended up going to school for and all that so you know without people like that uh, who knows where i'd be
0: yeah that's that's incredible so one thing that we're here to talk about is stream toys by uh, Zokia uh, what is stream toys
1: well stream toys by Zokia is the the latest sort of <laughs> I, I almost said like get rich quick scheme not not that that's and you know it, i i constantly have these ideas and it's the goal is not to get rich the goal is mostly to get people to play with the stuff that i'm making to actually use it right nothing makes me happier than building something and having people be excited about it so uh Stream Toys by Zuki actually came, you know, as far as all the projects and stuff I do, it's a more recent, uh, young idea that I had based off of some of the other stuff I've done. So it's specifically for people that do uh, streaming, either on YouTube, uh, primarily Twitch, things like that. Uh, Oh, God, I'm trying to think of where to start with it. So it it integrates in with the the people that are chatting with the live streamers. So... uh, in this case, uh, the the well, I'll just start with the first toy, which we we call Plinker. Uh, it's uh, basically like a Plinko board from uh, uh, Price is Right, and every time a person in the chat types, a little Plinker is uh, formed, and it you get to see it plink down the board, and it'll go into a cup. And this will happen live on you know the live streamers uh, stream. Uh, so it, it's kind of a neat thing because you get to see your, it actually pulls in your icon and your name uh, whatever your preferred color is on Twitch. And you get to see it like bounce down there and I've met up. I've been lucky enough to meet up with a, a few people that do uh, live streaming quite a bit and they got kind of excited about the idea. And so I've decided to make this the first game that I've submitted to the Steam store, which was just recently approved uh and so there we are yeah it's still very early days I plan on adding a whole bunch of other like small little stream toys and mini games uh all based around the idea of chat being able to interact with what's going on on a screen in the stream uh I I got you know I'm actually pretty new to the live streaming thing I I didn't really know what twitch streaming was uh like four months ago but uh
0: so you're really young in your twitch career then
1: Oh yeah, yeah. My my Twitch channel's only been around for I think a month and a half. Oh, like wow. that. <laughs> yeah, it, I I actually invented this this toy before I'd done my first stream. Uh, so, <laughs> but the, the, that's actually the reason I got I started streaming is because like, well, if I'm going to be building stuff for streamers, uh, I should probably understand it a little bit better. Uh, and that, that was part of my motivation for that so there's a lot I've learned and so I get to use my toy on it and what's really great about this unlike a lot of projects that i put a lot of time and effort in uh this one was actually an idea that came to me and i just worked on it over the weekend the the plinker board and th- th- like that next week i had two streamers that were using it you know in, in real scenarios like you know, people actually using my stuff, like how exciting that is. And then once they started streaming it, I had other people reaching out. And to this day, I have you know every couple of days I have people that have seen it on someone else's stream, like, hey, can I, can I get a hold of that? So, uh, you know, by far this has been the best ratio of work to recognition (laughs) like immediately. So it's an idea that uh, I think can really be expanded upon. I mean, imagine now it it can't actually be Tetris because that's trademark, but something like Tetris where you have uh, the chat um, actually working together to build the specific bricks that the streamer then has to place. What if you had a pawn game where the, uh, chatters get to place uh, bricks and they get to see their name on the brick where they place it and they're you know they're working with or against the streamer to do stuff like this is a whole new world of possible gaming with somebody you can actually feel like you're part of the stream and not just a passive viewer
0: so your your goal here with stream toys is to have a new way for streamers and their audience to interact with one another
1: Absolutely. Like when I started watching streams, which I was only a couple of months ago, uh, you know, I it, it occurred to me that as the viewer, what I really wanted to happen when I chatted is to have the streamer acknowledge my presence right like having them like oh hey how you doing you know every moment like that was really great and if I got to see my name come up on the chat like that was really cool I'm like well what if you could actually affect what's going on now that's not an entirely new idea there I've, I've come to learn that there's all sorts of like twitch integrated games but a lot of them are either taking an existing uh you know game and then adding twitch integration to it which is really cool uh or the the games are Well, there's like marbles on stream, which, you know, you get to watch your marble race against other people, but I feel like there's just so much more that can be done with that. You know, I want to see the streamer get to work with the, their, their chat, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I think that's really cool. That's an incredible idea. One of the first things I noticed when we started talking was uh, a specific love for, for ants. Uh, yes. up your logo. you have this adorable little stream mascot that i absolutely love um <laughs> thanks where'd this fascination come with them
1: yeah that's a very good question i so the outward uh, appearance of all the ants and all my marketing and stuff is actually a relatively new thing i invented that ant logo i think in the uh middle part of the pandemic which i don't know like So less than a year old, (laughs) that logo. Uh, But when I was a kid, I was fascinated by ants. So I really loved um, spending a lot of time in the library. And I would oftentimes get books on uh, social insects. I was into like wasps and bees and just the, the whole concept of like the, you know, these individual tiny little creatures that work together in complex ways uh it just was really cool i also had an ant farm and it was my dream when i was younger to catch a queen ant because then i could have an ant farm that continually uh produce new ants and then i could see like the queen and the different chambers and the way they dig and all that i don't know it's just a a very like very interested in that that concept of you know communal insects I realized that it was really hard to catch a queen, or I thought it was really hard to catch a queen. So I kind of like let that go to the wayside and just moved on. And then about two years ago, I started watching um, a channel called Ants Canada, a YouTube channel. And this guy—it's really beautiful stuff that he does. He keeps ants and talks about how to catch queen ants. And then I started doing the research, and I was like, "Holy crap! It's actually not that hard." To catch a queen ant. So uh, I ended up, well, I bought one queen from a local person uh, two years ago. And that colony is now at like 400 ants. And then this past summer, uh, my wife and I, when we were going out for our walks, we were able to catch, let's see, one, two, three uh i think around 17 queens oh My <laughs> goodness! yeah if you're out if you know what you're looking for here's the thing i realized is that you see queens all the time and you just don't i just didn't realize there were queens because i had this image that queens had these like giant um you know like back ends or something like that but they, they look pretty much like normal ants just they have wings and you have to look for a particular body shape um yeah, and now that I know what I'm looking for, it's pretty easy.
0: <laughs> is that really all the differences? Because I feel like I've seen a lot of wing dance. Like,
1: so if you see wing dance, they are either a queen ant or uh, essentially what's a, a a prince ant, but they're they're known as drones. So the drones only exist. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> this may not be exactly PG, but they only exist for one purpose, and that's to uh, fertilize the queen. Uh, after that purpose, they expire. And then the queen, uh, takes off her wings and she founds a new, funds a new, funds, funds, she starts a new nest anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see a winged ant and you catch it, there's a better than good chance that it's a queen ant that's on her way to start a colony. So that's one of the, well, it's one of the neat things because firstly, it's a pet that you can just go outside and catch, right? Which is a, a neat concept in of itself but then you can watch it grow from, you know, one ant and then a couple more and then a couple more to hundreds and thousands of ants. So, you know, it's it's really kind of an interesting pet to have. Now, I'm not just a crazy person that keeps ants. We we used to have a cat, we used to have a dog. Uh they they went through some medical stuff that was a bit unfortunate, so you know we're kind of taking a small break from the fuzzy creatures for now and now when an ant dies you know it's not that big of a deal yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so actually the the ants that actually leads into something else you told me a little bit about which was uh, a puzzle game you created um calories for calories for the colony
1: right yes calories for the colony so uh yeah that that is so stepping back a little bit to the beginning of the pandemic uh believe it or not, a year ago, I didn't really know how to make games at <laughs> pretty much at, at, at all. Now, to be fair, I did go to school for game development, but that was over a decade ago. Essentially, everything's changed, right? That was I was working in DirectX uh eight, <laughs> if I recall correctly, when I was doing that stuff. You know, nowadays there's Unity, there's all sorts of stuff. And I never actually worked in making games or anything like that. So when I say I went to school for video games, it was mostly like making Flash games and, and goofy stuff like that, right? But uh, So in, in what I've been doing for my day job is a front-end web developer, essentially. So, you know, it, it's not exactly nothing, but it's not game development. It's a little bit different. Yeah. So uh, a little bit before the pandemic, I was like, you know what? Well, well actually, I mean, to be fair, ever since I worked in the front end uh industry i always wanted to start a side project that was a game i mean who doesn't want to build a game right pretty much everyone
0: <laughs> at some in point or form, at least
1: yeah exactly maybe it's a board game or something like that but you know it, so it, it, it's not unusual for people in the technical field to be like hey let's together uh, get together and build a game um so i've been trying to get into it and find the time to do it the whole thing uh so Like I said about it. Sorry, I feel like I'm wandering all over the place here. (laughs) So, Calories for the Colony is uh, actually a game concept that is similar to if anyone's ever played something called Boom Blocks. It was on the Wii, uh, you know, way back when that was popular. It's a pretty simple idea. Uh, There's basically blocks, and you take turns uh, with other people, either in the same room or remotely. essentially tossing the balls and trying to knock the blocks down um i partially built it because i i really liked that style of game but also this was during the beginning of the pandemic and i was like man wouldn't it be cool if i can make this and we could um play a multiplayer game with other people remotely right because you can't actually like hang out with folks so you know it supports up to, to four players, and I was trying to come up with a theme. and I'm like, "Hey, I just have these ant colonies that I have here, and what if I had the blocks really shrunk down, and then maybe there's food on top of the blocks, and you knock it down uh, you try to so you're the ant colony, try to knock the blocks down and get the uh food for the ants so that <laughs> that's where the the concept started.
0: Sorry about that, everybody. Our recording bot cut out on us uh sorry, you were saying about Everybody kind of wanting to make their own game. We were talking about calories for the queen.
1: Calories for the colony. Cal- but, calories. Know, calories for the queen. Actually, you know that that could work too. I'm not yeah. fully settled on any names yet. <laughs> <laughs> did we? Um, we we got to the part where we were talking about how the ant scientist was was interested in it, right? Or did did that part get cut?
0: I think it might have got cut, but let's let's just okay. go over it in general. Cause uh, like I said, I think that's super cool.
1: yeah uh, absolutely so uh yeah that was kind of uh my really first uh foray in, in, in recent history of trying to 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 build a game uh you know during the beginning of the pandemic i thought it'd be a really great thing especially with the multiplayer aspect uh you know being able to play with friends and stuff that you can actually hang out with in person uh now that project's a bit on hold right now because i've been working on some other things but uh Through the streaming, I've actually met up with an actual legitimate uh, ant scientist who's interested in uh, the game I was doing because of its themes around ants and uh, has actually put the game in a grant proposal and trying to get me funding to build out the game as an educational uh, tool. So that would be really, really awesome. That
0: would be, be really sweet. Yeah, it just, it's really cool. Like I... One of the big themes that we've had so far talking on this show has been um, the pandemic and how it's given time or affected independent developers. How has coronavirus and just the entire state of the world right now uh, affected you and your your hobbies?
1: Yeah, it's been uh, you know, with with the exception of all the obvious terrible things about the pandemic, um, on a personal level. Uh, it's been, uh, the side effects of it have actually been very, very good for me. Uh, I used to have to go into work every day. Uh, My work was one of the uh, first places uh, locally that said, okay, you guys need to start working from home. And, uh, you know, my boss before that was very much against uh, working from home. He He would let you do it now and then, but you needed a pretty good reason to do it but uh, I haven't been in the office for over a year at this point. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: For, right. So,
1: yeah. And you know, one of the things I learned about myself, I mean, I always kind of do, I was an introvert and uh, being autistic, I think cost me a little bit more energy when I'm around people, not necessarily a bad thing. I love hanging out. I love, you know, board game nights and, You know, I even like theme parks and that sort of thing. But it takes a lot of energy for me to be in an office setting around other people and just trying to think about, you know, it just takes a little bit more for me to understand, you know, is somebody using sarcasm or not? Or what's the correct social thing to be doing in in this? You know, one of the things about being autistic for me, it's an awful lot like everyone else seems to have, a manual on how to do everyday things and i never got that manual so i have to kind of try to watch and figure it out and overthink it all the time so for me to be able to work from home has just been incredible for that reason it cuts out the transportation which for me wasn't that bad i'm only five miles from where i work okay but uh Uh, I did like to ride my bike in, which took a little bit longer. So I've put on a few pounds, which I guess been maybe one of the downsides of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I I
0: understand. I assure you, I understand.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, it it also kind of refocused my energies on my personal projects, not only because I I had a lot more time to do it. I'm not going out. And, you know, my, my wife is actually far more outgoing. She likes to go out you know, drinking and dinners and all that stuff. So I did save time with that. But also, like, you know, life is short. And I really wanted to just, I mean, in general, in my life, I want to make something that makes a difference. You know, it doesn't have to be a huge difference. If I just make something that people want to play with for a few hours, you know, that's, to me, that's great. You know, that that's an example of what I want to do. So when the pandemic happened, I was just like, you know, I could lose someone I love, I could lose, you know, my own life, like who knows? Like life's too short. I got to really get working on this stuff and make the world a better place.
0: And and I I think that you're you're really giving streamers a way to connect with people and you're right. Having uh having people drop that little plinker into the thing and they they win the streamer talks to them. That really makes some people's day.
1: Yeah. It's just, you know, being a part of a stream, something live that's going on. And that's one of the things I didn't understand streaming at first, right? Like, I was like, people really watch other people play games, but they're not there to watch the game. They're there, and then a lot, I feel the same way about podcasts as well. They're not always there for the content. They oftentimes are there because they feel like they're a friend that's involved in whatever's going on, right? Like, you hang out with the people. When you're listening to a podcast, you feel like you're there, like you're you're kind of buddies with them. Uh I don't know. I, I just I find that an interesting interaction.
0: Yeah, and and one thing I've noticed uh about you, I don't know if you've noticed, but between the ants and stream toys, it really feels like at the heart you really care about community, uh in one form at least, just being able yeah. to associate and make things better for other people.
1: I guess that's true. I never <laughs> really thought about it that way, but yeah, it, I mean, if we, if only we could work together like ants, right? <laughs> I mean, not um, everything's great in ant society, but, no, but... Uh, you know, a lot of people think. It, it just as it, a side note, because people, you know, tell me all the time to think that the queen's in control of what's going on in the colony. The queen's are more like a, a a a prisoner, right? the The workers yeah. actually make all the decisions, and they make them democratically. They actually vote uh on different things so they 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 vote instead of like ballots or anything like that they actually lay down um pheromone trails and the direction of wherever if it's a piece of food or where they're going to make the next nest uh the one that has the more pheromone trails on it wins so they're actually voting
0: that's really cool i had no idea (laughs) design also seems to be in your blood. i mean i've caught uh, a couple of your streams i i really like to research what i'm doing before uh people come in because i don't want you to come in and me to have no idea what you're talking about and you you like you said you have a lot of projects and a lot of them are really cool like uh, i got to sit down and watch your uh you you showed off a little bit about your camper i actually watched the stream where you were streaming from the rockies in a jacuzzi how how was <laughs> that? How'd that?
1: You caught yeah, to that it little bit, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> the the internet kind of crapped out on us. So what's a bummer about that is I had it set up in a way where I was actually going to stream from my desktop back at home, which had good internet, and I was just going to patch in the uh, the the video stream. So it wouldn't have been a problem, but. Comcast, when you know it, ended up changing my IP address, <laughs> and so I lost remote access. So I tried it anyway, YOLO, didn't didn't work. Nah. But uh, yeah, so so the van, that that's a, a more... Uh, uh, God, we got that one, I guess four months, four, four or five months ago at this point. Um, the van, it's an idea I've had for a while. Um, it's kind of like van life thing, which is becoming very popular now. <laughs> uh, but it also kind of feeds in To a couple other things. So, all right, let let me start from the beginning. Apologies. Uh, We call the van uh, MTES, which stands for the Mobile Technology Enabled Sleep Site. (laughs) I like to name things, uh, you know, as if I'm, you know, uh, Egon or something from Ghostbusters or, uh, you know, Doc Brown from, from, uh, back to the future yeah like i'm very much into this idea of kind of the 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 crazy uh scientists like coming up with stuff so that's that's i kind of like build my life around that idea like the the crazy inventor so anyway the the idea was a way to to travel where it can kind of keep it self-contained um it, yeah yes it's it's basically a camper right and mm-hmm. it's still in its early stages But also, with some of the social anxiety and stuff that I have, and I like to go to things like um, sci-fi conventions, uh, maker fairs, that sort of thing, sometimes I get overwhelmed in the crowds. I mean, oftentimes. So the van is kind of like an area that I can go out to. Not that I've been going to any conventions or anything lately. No one has. But when we go back to them, uh, I'll be able to have a place where I can go and kind of like calm down and have my own privacy and that sort of thing
0: it's like a little like safe zone.
1: Exactly. Um, It's uh, you know, it's also for camping. I really love camping. And uh, the other reason, one of the reasons we decided to get it now was actually because of the pandemic. Uh, I had plans originally. It was actually the same month that uh, the the pandemic started to really hit here in Colorado that we were supposed to fly out back um, upstate New York where all my family is and, you know, my grandfather was getting older. My grandmother was getting older. i like to, you know, see them. But uh-huh. uh, we had to cancel our flight due to the pandemic because that's the smart thing to do. And we ended up like, hey, well, the, we didn't have the van at that point, but we drove out there with a regular car. And after we drove out there and drove back, uh, we're like, oh, yeah, we should do this with a van instead. It'd be a lot better. <laughs>
0: that's uh, i love that that's so much fun so uh we only got enough time for a couple more questions uh, sure. one of the ones that i really want to pose is uh, because you you had such a, a rough go with with some of your teachers now that you've got this following you've you're really starting to, to build something for yourself here is there anything you'd like to say to those old educators just anything at all
1: oh gosh that, that's a good question i mean the, the 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 truth is there's no one size fits all advice um you know even even with somebody with autism there's all, so many different parts of that spectrum and each person's a little bit different but you know i i think and this is for gen, in general not just uh kids that may have special needs or autism or anything like that i think you need to get as much topics and as much interesting stuff in front of uh kids You know, early on as much as possible, just expose them to, you know, space and ants and sewing and, you know, whatever, and let them see what's going to hook. You never really know what the thing's going to be. And in a situation like me, the ant thing started off as a fascination when I was younger, and now uh, I'm building a game and have an ant scientist that's going to put it in a grant proposal, right? So if I was never exposed to ants at a young age, who knows what it would have been.
0: That's that's incredible advice. Um the next one uh this is also going to come in with just about every episode here. Who would you recommend stream toys for? Obviously streamers, uh, but
1: yeah. Um you know I I'd, I'd recommend it for a particular type of streamer. Um and it, you know I I don't think it necessarily needs to be just Twitch streamers, right? Like it could be YouTube and if you're doing like Zoom meetings like it could work for all of that stuff. Um, but in particular, I think it works for folks that are looking to have more engagement with their audience. If you like to have a stream, that's a little bit more about chatting and community, you know, if you're a speedrunner or something like that, like this, this isn't the, the thing for you, but this is a really great way to start getting people engaged and interested what's going on.
0: All right. And, uh, the final, final big one is. For somebody who has never experienced program, has never done any design, they're interested in it, they're wanting to pick it up, they've seen your things, they've seen other things, what would you recommend to that person? What do you think are some of the essentials they should pick up?
1: Well, uh, first I'm going to say don't worry about going to school for it. And I know that's going to sound a little bit crazy. Uh, I, In my experience, the best people at this craft at programming are people that picked it up. That's essentially the earlier you pick it up, the more you mess with it. The more you get in there and break things, the better off you're going to be. I think people too often with programming and other things are a little bit too worried to get their feet wet uh, in the beginning because they're not going to do it the right way and it's not going to follow this standard. Don't worry about all that. You'll figure all that out later. Get in there, start making mistakes, break it, see what happens.
0: So a sit down and play kind of mentality.
1: Absolutely. That's how I do all my learning. You know, I, I started programming when I was seven years old, just because I had an old Apple IIe in my basement, and I was curious about how it worked. Um, you know, I started making Mad Libs on it just to try to impress my friends. <laughs> um, when I went, to, I did go to school for programming, but I pretty much knew all the stuff that I was. You know, as far as the basics of programming, I knew all that before I went to school for it. And nothing I learned in school, none of those technologies even exist anymore, really. (laughs) You know, it's all moved on. So (laughs) if you're going to be in the technical field, you have to learn how to learn. A specific technology ain't going to cut it.
0: That's, yeah, that's incredible advice. Uh, And before we get going, uh, Zaki, where can people find you and where can they find Stream Toys, and where can they keep up with you?
1: Yeah, probably um, the the best way is on, on Twitter. If you have Twitter, I'm uh, Zukiya Media on Twitter. Uh, I also am at Zukiamedia.com And Stream Toys by Zukiya can be found on the Steam store. Uh, right now, it's just wish listable, uh, but it'll be released hopefully in the next year.
0: <laughs> and perfect for everybody who wasn't paying attention or they're driving. They can't follow those right now. I'm going to put those all in the description like everybody else's stuff before um Zukia, thank you so much for coming on the show i i love this conversation this was so much fun
1: yeah thank you for having me and i i, I can't wait to catch up on uh, the old episodes and hear the new stuff you know i, I love what you're doing can't wait to hear uh, other people stuff and what they're working on
0: thank you so much and with that everybody take care of yourselves have a good night good night Thank you so much to Zukia for coming on to this week's episode of Scheduled for Launch. It was really heartwarming for me, and I really appreciated having him here and talking to me about all the stuff that he went through and what he's doing now. You should definitely check out his streams. They are really fun, and there are some amazing people for you to talk to. So, another big thing that happened for us is we got over 50 downloads on this uh this podcast, which might not seem a whole lot, but for not really doing any real advertising and not actually growing the brand too much online, is pretty significant. So I really appreciate all of you for doing that. I'd like to see it grow some more, and word of mouth is one of the best ways to make that happen. If you or somebody you know wants to come on the podcast, you should send them to the links down below. There is a link to my Twitter and also the Gmail that I use for Schedule for Launch. Take care of yourselves.